All right, I don't know what just happened there. That may or may not have worked. <laughs> Please tell us if you can hear us, because for the love of God, uh, we have no headphones and... Uh, we are not really sure if you can actually hear us right now, so please let us know if you're not hearing anything, because that would be great. Let us, let us know if you can get it. Oh, good, good. I got a confirmation. Okay. Hey, how are, uh, are we all the same volume? Yeah, wait, also did the... Oh, that was loud. Did the uh, did the, the, the theme song play all the way through? That's sort of important, I think. At least I would like to know. Um, anything? Waiting for a response? Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, Hurry, text faster, friends. Well, while we wait, well, I guess it's that time of the year again. We're back, and uh, it's time for scientifically speaking once again to return to the airwaves. Oh God, hold on, shutting the door. What's that? Yeah, I can see all the things. Sorry, we're having some intense technical difficulties today. Jesus we just Christ. spent literally half an hour trying to, be fair, to set up the microphones. Have we ever done a show where we haven't had technical every difficulties single time, every single time? It's kind of amazing. Time. I don't really know how it works. Um. Well, anyway. Okay. Scientifically speaking, is back. Yada yada yada. You know who we are. I'm Dave. Shane. I sound far away. <laughs> oh, I can make you louder. Okay. Let me just check. Okay. Here. You can make you louder. My dad also says Zach sounds background. You're really quiet. Wait, say things. Say things and say things. Yeah, you're super quiet. Turn me up. Turn me up. Okay, um, you're still really. I'm like maxed out on this board over here. Still really quiet. I don't know why. Sorry, everybody. I don't know what we're working. Oh God. Oh Jesus. I hope not. I feel like we're getting a lot of noise in here because if I turn Zach's up all the way. That's weird. Are you using the right microphone? Are you 100% sure? It's the only one that works. <laughs> Tap it. No, you're not using it. There's another one turned oh. on. <laughs> That's I mean, hilarious. Wait, but it's not over here. I'm, if I, what? Wait. Tap one. Yeah, so I turn this mic off that I'm using, and it have all the signal in. It's still, it's still, yeah. Oh, maybe it's just coming through these yeah, microphones. Uh, Welcome to Scientifically Speaking, where we talk about our technical difficulties <laughs> for an hour and a half. It. Today's show is about how radio stations <laughs> work, worst. except we can't do that because we don't actually know. Maybe? Zach, just... Oh, we've been hearing me through your mics. Yes, definitely possible. Zach, just hop on board. All right, just get on Dave's. All right, let's damn it's so lame right up all right we're gonna have to figure out what to do next time hopefully this will be set up correctly this is super lame okay well this is let's play the wait did we did we get a response on whether or not the theme was played all the way through can we like listen to that again because it's should i should i should i should i play the theme again just for we made a new theme song we're really, we're really excited proud about of it, it too. It like really sounds yeah. good. Yeah, right, nice. I'm gonna like see. I'm gonna turn on radio DJ. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna turn off our microphones for a sec so that we Beer can back. hear it. Yeah, we'll see how this. All right, yeah, I think I think that worked. I'm pretty sure that worked. <laughs> I was pretty happy with that. Very huge. Oh, okay. My dad says it's worked. Okay, wonderful. So. Okay, good. Now we can move on. Okay, let's actually start the show. Maybe beautiful. Ridiculous. <sighs> okay, so today, ladies and gentlemen, we figured we'd start off our first show back with wow, everyone's yeah. Wow, that voice is horrible. We're gonna start off with everyone's favorite 
herb cannabis. It's the subject of many political issues today, but <laughs> Zach just held up a headphone to his head and then it just immediately broke because that's how shitty this station is apparently. All right. Well, so, so it's like 80% really nice equipment and like 20% equipment from the 90s. Okay. Let's start talking about weed. Weed is one of the oldest drugs and uh, it's been cultivated for millennia, actually. In fact, um, they found in an Egyptian mummy from 950 BC, they found traces of THC, which <laughs> we'll get into later. It's the main drug, main psychoactive compound in marijuana. All right. That they found it THC in this Egyptian mummy. You know what else they found? Nicotine and cocaine. That's hilarious. Cocaine. Cocaine. It's amazing. Yes. Wonder how they ingested it back then. Uh. Probably they rolled up, like, Egyptian hieroglyphic currency and then, like, snorted it through their nose. Probably. Is that... I mean, <laughs> probably similar. <laughs> they probably used papyrus, right? Wasn't that the thing? Okay. So. <laughs> wow. We know cannabis has been around for a very long time. But what is cannabis? What is cannabis? What is marijuana? What? what there's all sorts of weird names for it that, you know, for, for a while... You know, nobody was really sure. No one ever goes into it sort of knowing what those terms mean. Like, yeah, well, what's the difference between cannabis and marijuana? I mean, part of it is, like, you're exclusively buying it from, like, random-ass kids on the street. Like, it's not like you go into a store and they have, like, a fucking menu. Like, yeah. well, I guess now they do in some places. <laughs> Which is great, because everyone <laughs> wants to, like, name everything properly. And yeah. So that's the way to get it done. So first things first, that's what we'll focus on. So cannabis is the plant itself either cannabis indica or cannabis sativa those are the two species of the cannabis plant and what marijuana is is marijuana is the dried flowers and attached leaves and stems of a female cannabis plant which is ground up and smoked wow that's like really specific i was not yeah it turns out marijuana isn't just a bullshit term it like actually means something huh so it's a specific kind of cannabis plant, or a specific well, part, specific part of the cannabis, of plant, the cannabis plant, and a specific specific preparation right. of a specific part to be used of the in a specific way. Weird. It's all very specific. Yeah, surprising considering <laughs> the effects of the drug. So, you have uh, there's some other terms that we'll we'll get into a little bit later, but uh, for now we'll talk about the plant itself. So you know you you never really think about like what this plant actually looks like, but apparently uh, cannabis sativa is it's an annual plant. It blooms in uh, late summer to mid fall. Its leaves are arranged palmately. I'm sure you've seen you know every 13 year old ever has a pair of you know pot leaf themed something like a hat or socks it's, or boxers. It's socks. It's usually socks. I mean I don't know boxers are easier to hide from mom and dad. That's fair. Although once your mom does laundry and like sees. Jimmy, what is this pot leaf doing on your boxers? Do you think if I just shout from over here, it'll work? No. Well, I mean, the volume levels were rough, roughly correct. It's probably super annoying for anyone <laughs> yeah, listening. It's really uncom- I don't want to do this. <laughs> so anyway, cannabis sativa, it can grow up to be 12 feet tall. Holy shit. It's a big-ass tree, ass tree. And cannabis indica is a little shorter and squatter. Oh. And its leaves are a little fatter and lumpier. Okay, lumpier. So they're, they're a little different. But it's actually hard to tell the difference other than, like, geography. Okay. And, like, morphology of the plant itself. Um, so what you have when you grow cannabis, not that we're promoting growing illicit drugs. Unless you live in a place where it's Unless not you live illegal. in a place where it's legal. Even though it's still legal federally. It's all very confusing. It's true. It is but we're weird. not going to get into the politics of that They're here. They're not because, enforcing it. Um, anyway, so 
like most plants, they have male and female. Cannabis has male and female forms, sometimes on the same plant. Basically, weird. yeah, plants are fucking <laughs> weird. We can do a whole episode about plants, but oh, I, plants are really boring. I don't want to. Um, <laughs> so male flowers grow in long clusters and turn yellow and die after blooming. Female flowers are spiky clusters, and they remain dark green for a while. Female flowers have a higher THC content, which means you use female flowers. People smoke female flowers. Not That's, male ones. Mm-hmm. Woo! Women's rights. <laughs> That's probably probably the weirdest <laughs> form of feminism. Wait, they're not is... women. It just gets them female. Feminism. Anyway, so now we're going to get into talking about the actual chemicals themselves. Like, why? How this thing fucking works. Basically, during early development of a plant, you have several different chemical compounds, like mm. cannabidiolic acid, which then wow, is converted into cannabidiol. Word. And then, which is later converted into tetrahydrocannabinol, THC. What? This That's, is why no one uses the real words. Yeah, because fuck that, right? <laughs> but yeah, tetrahydrocannabinol, THC is what we're going to call it for the rest of the time. That's the actual psychoactive drug that, that, you know, affects your brain and gets you high. Okay. Wait, so you say later. You mean later in, like, the development of the plant? Yes, Cannab- like, as the plant ages. Cannabidiolic acid. Yep. That's so like, horrible. As a sapling, it's cannabidiolic so acid. So many syllables. Yeah, I know. Okay, so then and then and then it gets converted to something else when it grows up. Cannabidiol. Mm-hmm. Also, um, the rest of the plant can be used in different ways. Like I'm sure you've all heard of like somebody who has a hemp t- piece of clothing. Because yeah, you can especially use... in Ithaca. Holy shit! <laughs> There's so like many four hemp short hemp stores like just on the commons. It's amazing. Also, side note: the um the like pipe store the glass stores in the commons yeah. um some of them have like signs that say like we prohibit specific language please don't say these words or you will be kicked out and they're all pot words <laughs> they don't have the list because they can't promote it but probably if you say something like bong Wait, or weed hilarious. they will be like okay get the fuck we out can't of tell you what the words you're not allowed to say are but please don't but say, if you them. say them see you fucking later Anyway, so you get hemp from the stiff stalk of the cannabis plant, and so there's two parts of the uh, stalk, and it's fibrous, and you use those fibers to make hemp, and you can use the pulp from the other part to make paper and oil, and these parts of the plants contain very small amounts of the psychoactive drugs, so that's why having, like, hemp stuff is legal. Got it. Not enough to get high. Yeah. You can't just, like, eat some hemp paper and get high. No, that would probably probably be (laughs) very painful. You'd have to eat enough of it that it would be very painful. <laughs> Probably wouldn't taste very good either. So anyway, so. when you have the actual marijuana itself, your dried flower buds, which is why it's called bud. Um, oh, no fucking way. There it is. I feel like every time you say something this whole time, you're like, that's why it's called that. Actually, we have a really fun game at the end of the show <laughs> where Shane has to, we're going to list off some slang and Shane has to tell us whether or not it's real slang. Oh God, I'm so So fucked. it's going to be pretty I'm the only funny. person here has never smoked pot. This Excuse me, none well of us have me. smoked no any illicit drugs no ever. I have smoked pot. That's ridiculous, Shane. But anyway, I've definitely you never do smoked pot. Smoke it, right? Because THC is what heat but activated, not us. right? Yeah. We would never. It's a do heat that. activated compound, and so you, when you smoke it, you're heating it up and you're activating it, and you pull it into your lungs, and then it gets into your bloodstream, and then it goes into your brain, and then it right. does stuff. And I'm gonna have Zach probably explain the. Uh, drug stuff a little more but first i want to talk a little bit about the differences between cannabis sativa and cannabis indica i'm gonna ignore shane deep throating his microphone um so 
classic Basically, thing. the classic way... Uh, man, now you <laughs> really? Are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> um, but anyway, so... A lot of people say that there's like a huge difference in high between cannabis sativa and cannabis indica. Like the sativa is more uplifting and energetic, cerebral, spacey, hallucinogenic, best suited for day use. Whereas indica is relaxing and calming, best suited for night use, and can result in sort of a body buzz, also called couch lock, That's hilarious. which is hilarious <laughs> and very accurate. You can't get up from the couch. Um, but no, there's no real science that says anything about these differences because... Um, they're actually the difference between indica and sativa is that indica plants have higher thc to cbd ratios and we're going to talk about yeah. cbd is what cannabidiol uh, or something like that CBD it's the is early cannabidiol and thc is the tetrahydrocannabinol or whatever so indica has high <laughs> thc <laughs> indica plants have a higher thc content whereas sativa plants have a higher cbd content so now that's not a real huge enough difference, especially because most weed is different, is hybridized strains of the two, so okay. it's some odd ratio of THC to CBD. But for the most part, uh, any marijuana you smoke is going to have somewhere between 3 to 20% THC in it. The, uh, the like, two different kinds of marijuana having different effects on people sounds, like, very reminiscent of people, like, have experiencing different kinds of drunk which we talked about Absolutely. in our very first episode. Hey, that's pretty great. I just realized how awesome that is. Our first episode ever was alcohol, and oh. our first episode of this year is cannabis. Woo, we totally planned that. Yeah, and good Shane job, just didn't realize. That's yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, they just left me totally out of the loop there. That's exactly what happened. Anyway, uh, I'm going to hand it over to Zach. I think Zach's, Zach is going to explain more of the how, what happens when THC gets into your brain, yo? Yo. So... Uh, it turns out that we already have cannabinoids in our body. What? What? <laughs> it's crazy. However, uh, it's a little bit different from what's in uh, cannabis. So mm. the things in our body are called endocannabinoids because they're produced endogenously, a.k.a. Okay. in your body. Mm -hmm. um, and they regulate your systems. I'll explain what that very vague phrase means in a second. <laughs> by attaching to different receptors in your right. body. So your body produces these... Uh, endocannabinoids and they get grabbed by these receptors and there's two main receptors you got okay. cb1 and cb2 okay. and cb just stands for uh cannabinoid oh yeah very simple yeah, so sense. cb1 is mostly in your brain and cb2 is mostly in the rest of your body so it's in okay. like your white blood cells primarily and so it's like your immune system and uh your heart lungs blood vessels things like that right and so you can imagine that if you have receptors in your brain, they're mostly going to affect functions that have to do with your brain. So like sure. your pain sensation, your mood, your memory, even your appetite. Whereas the uh, CB2 receptors, which are in the rest of your body, especially focused on your immune system, can actually affect the way your immune system functions, which is kind of crazy. Um, but, but this is all like, this is just your body using like hormones to, to yes, regulate exactly. itself, Yes, exactly. Right? This is just, so the things, the different systems that it regulates are, you know, like your appetite and things like that neurotransmitters yeah right neurotransmitters so any um the like the amount of pain that you feel for a certain thing how hungry you are like that's all part of different systems that are partially regulated by how these receptors okay whether these receptors have these endocannabinoids and which endo endocannabinoids they have on them and there's a number of different ones with various effects um 
It's also important to note that these are G-protein coupled receptors. Well, that's not important. What's important is what that means. Uh, <laughs> what that means there is that will be a quiz at the end. <laughs> the receptors, um, when they have these cannabinoids attached, they don't just turn on or off okay. whether or not there's an attachment. It just changes how they react to other stimuli. Oh. So there's sort of like along a pathway of events, and whether or not there's a cannabinoid mm. there will just affect the magnitude or type of response okay. that the receptor causes in your body. Okay, that makes sense. So, so not yeah. Those are endo. It's not like an on switch. Yeah. It's like a dimmer switch. And it's sort of just like, like yeah. It indicates so like yeah. yeah. And this just like moves it to like it's like if you get a cannabinoid, it moves it up like twenty percent, mm-hmm. and then just leaves it there. Yeah, something like that. Okay, cool. And there's like, like you know that. various other elements. It could be other things yeah. in a dimmer switch, but that's a good example sure. of sort of a thing it does. Um, then there's also phytocannabinoids. Phyto meaning sort of planty, and so guess what those <laughs> are in uh, cannabis. And so this is mainly THC and CBD, so tetrahydrocannabinol and, uh, I already forgot the other, cannabidiol. Yeah, got it. Cool. Boom. So there are another, like, I don't know, like 50 of these phytocannabinoids, but they're in such small amounts that really the big ones are THC and CBD. Okay. The interesting thing is that, so THC um, will bind to your CB1 receptors, and so that'll affect your brain, but it'll also bind to CB2 receptors. It's all, both of these phytocannabinoids are very general. The, yeah. one, the endocannabinoids in your system are like, my job is to hit this receptor and do this. Whereas the phytocannabinoids are like, I'm just going to bind here because it kind of fits. Right. And okay. It just, so, it does, so that's why the, the effects are broader and more general. And so uh, this will this how you end up with your actual psychological high. Like you'll be become high because it's bonded to these receptors in your brain but also it can affect the CB2 receptors and affect your immune system, right? Okay. And so THC is the psychoactive component. That's the part that'll give you the high. The CBD has no psychoactive effects. It just blocks receptors. So it'll go to a receptor and just prevent other cannabinoids from reaching it. Oh. So that could be part of the reason why there's different effects from different ratios of THC and CBD. Because you have a lot of THC to CBD, some of your receptors will be blocked, but most will be like activated in some strange manner by the THC. Sure. Where yeah. if the other way around, it's more just deregulating your endocannabinoid system oh. rather than specifically inducing. Does it also effects. does CBD also prevent THC from yes. activating? Ah, oh, fucking weird. It's that's why all marijuana cannabis is so weird because it'll have opposite effects sometimes because. You know, either the THC right. will make it, or maybe the CBD will block all cannabinoids from reaching in. So instead of this, th- the THC might turn that up, but instead of the CBD gets there first, wow. it'll just turn it off or so, down. So you just get, you can just get like real, like super varied effect, and that's just like on like a without taking any sort of external things into account, yep. like just with actually the consumption of marijuana and cannabis you just like get like a really that's a weird and plus various strains have different ratios of right that, right, and right it all just becomes it's all super unpredictable yeah exactly it's Strange. totally nuts so hold on can we recap a bit i think i think we threw a lot of like terms and so basically thc there's two compounds in marijuana right one of them thc binds to things in your brain and gets you high the other cbd blocks these receptors and so it gives you different effects, basically. Well, it'll all. It sounds like it also like blocks not just the THC. It blocks effects, your endocannabinoids. Your, your as well. normal ones, yeah. That your brain is attempting to use yeah. to like regulate your yourself. System. Yeah, your, your appetite, your pain sense, mm. your mood, your memory, <laughs> things that you would hope your brain would have control over. Yeah. <laughs> mm. 
And then there's also synthetic cannabinoids, which are the idea with that is to get this very high activity. So you want it to very strongly affect the receptor, but with very high specificity. So not like just the random like THC running through and barreling everyone over. This is like it's precision sharpshooter. Yeah. And you want it to have specific effects to have specific medical benefits, right? Yeah, okay. But then you also have things like spice, which is also a synthetic uh, cannabinoid. And what happens with that this... That sounds like it was named by a 13-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be fair, most things having to do with pot were named by 13-year-olds. It's <laughs> fair. So what this is, this is high activity and very, very, very low specificity. Oh, so it just totally wrecks you. It's like... This stuff will make you nuts. It's oh really God. dangerous, and Ew. definitely avoid that. It's literally marked not fit for human consumption in stores. <laughs> um, and the only reason they can sell it is because it, like, I don't know if it's still the case, but it was, like, not scheduled as a drug properly or something. Right, yeah. And so it's, like, in gas stations and stuff, and, it says, oh, and yeah. it's, like, not meant for human consumption, so they get around it. Right. Do not consume this. Listen to the label. That's It's terrifying. <laughs> Okay, so what now that you four if it's not for human consumption, it is, it is for human consumption. I just like what that's like, why it was designed. They don't even have oh, to. Oh, it's like, just uh, yeah. I don't know what its real use is. Something else. It's it's spice. It's put it on your food, but don't eat it. <laughs> so now that you have this stuff binding to your brain, now that your brain is high, what what is happening? What are you feeling now? I'm just gonna I'm gonna throw out a list of let's call it symptoms, uh, <laughs> and uh, it's. It's there's a lot of stuff here, and this is this is somewhat subjective. This doesn't happen to everyone, and there's for like the reasons these, we these, just explained, yeah, I exactly. suppose. And yeah, there's different probably biological interactions between different people. So, right. um, it's a ge- overall it's a general op- alteration of your like general consciousness. Your whole everything's goofy, right? So your time perception changes. You start mm. to maybe feel euphoric, relaxed, less stressed. Maybe things are funnier. Maybe music sounds a little better. Mm. Maybe you can hear that one instrument a little bit clearer, uh, more clearly. Um, maybe you start to get introspective. Uh, maybe <laughs> increased sensuality is on here, increased libido. Mm-hmm. Creativity is increased as well. But you can also get maybe paranoid or anxious. And it's the most com- anxiety is the most commonly reported side effect of smoking marijuana. Mm. Between 20 and 30% of recreational users experience intense anxiety and or panic attacks wow, after smoking cannabis. Wow, that's really cannabis. high. Yep. However, some report that this only happens after they have smoked it, after not smoking it for a while. Okay. Um, so I, I presume once they get into a groove, <laughs> then they don't want get anxious anymore. Weird. Um, and so the interesting thing is that the THC is what causes the adverse effects of anxiety and things like that. But the CBD will block that effect. Oh. So again, but the CBD will block all the other effects too, right? Um, well, or, oh, not no, necessarily. It no, it'll, it'll block the specific effects that THC causes right. of which it, but it has I'm not its, sure which of these, right. It's, but it has its own in. effects because it blocks your own neurotransmitters. Yes. Okay. It's pretty nuts. Oh, and then that's so as for as for the physical, so that's more of the psychological, how you're feeling in your mind. But then the physical, let's go with symptoms again. Um, <laughs> your heart rate will go up. You get a dry mouth, reddening of the eyes, uh, which is basically your blood vessels getting congested. Uh, okay. Reduction in intraocular pressure. So basically, behind your eye is less pressure, which like, is we'll talk about why that's important in a yeah, little bit. I was um, you'll get some muscle relaxation and potentially a sensation of cold or hot hands and feet. <laughs> Interesting. So it's kind of a stimulant and a Increased depressant. Heart rate. 
Yeah. I would have never guessed that. Right? So people tend to act very relaxed, but, yes. but you also have muscle relaxation. Yep. So it's it like Weird. seems to physically relax you, except for your heart. So it's pretty. That's like a stimulant. Then it's it's a yeah. very confusing effect. Yeah. There's also yeah. I literally was just learning. Shout out to Nutrition Health and Society. Um, I was just learning in my uh fucking nutri <laughs> my nutrition eleven fifty class booyah last semester. Um, that so there's you know you have your your uh your nervous system your autonomic nervous system is effectively broken up into like sympathetic and parasympathetic and parasympathetic basically like turns you off and sympathetic turns you on in pretty much every way that you could conceive of that sentence <laughs> um and so uh you know that like the basically just like sympathetic nervous system is like fight or flight adrenaline like the hormone it uses is norepinephrine um or neurotransmitter hormone 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 um and like you know and so like but this you know that so that increases your heart rate but also like it pumps energy and blood and oxygen to your large muscle groups so it seems like this seems to be like usually you consider like it's like one is active at a time in this case it seems to be not like you're relaxing your large muscle groups but also like increasing your heart rate yep. that seems bizarre it's real weird it seems like a weird experience it's one of the weirdest it's such a weird drug yeah it's so strange so <clears throat> Uh, what do we want to go into next? So, um, so let's do a little more specifics of why you feel s these specific symptoms of being high. So, it as far in terms of like your memory goes, which is why you know um, some people have like lost a little bit of loss of short term memory, which is sort of you know you get a little forgetful sometimes. Um, what happens is your THC is binding to the CB one. Uh, receptors in your hippocampus your hippocampus is a part of the brain that's responsible for short-term memory so it can it can interfere with your ability to do short-term memory and also maybe potentially produce learning or memory problems in the future but we'll talk about a little bit more of the health side later um as far as uh coordination goes you can become a little bit less coordinated because it um a thc affects uh, your cerebellum and your basal ganglia, parts of your brain that can uh, control muscle motor coordination. So what you have is it can affect your coordination, it can impair you, it can also um, decrease muscle spasms. Mm. Um, and then we've all heard the classic, the munchies. So why, Zach, do we get the munchies? This is actually kind of nuts. There's like a number of cooperative effects that are causing this. Weird. So first of all, you get enhanced dopamine release, which is okay. one of those neurotransmitters that makes you feel nice and tingly. Right. And uh, from any like tingly. food you consume. So okay. it's like, I want to eat food. That would okay. be great. Also, it selectively enhances your taste cells <laughs> to enjoy sweet foods. Weird. Any sweet flavor in any food, actually. So things taste better. And then nice. it also affects your hypothalamus and just generally increases your appetite. You're like... That's just so okay. Able to eat. That more. totally makes sense. Literally, I was like, like I my friends back home who smoke have always described it as like, oh yeah, like you know, like the reason I eat so much is because food is so much better and I never get full, which like sounded like a pretty reasonable reason to eat. It also sounds like this makes a lot of sense. Yep, that's exactly what happens according cool. to this. Yeah, and another interesting effect, um, you get a little bit of analgesia from the use of cannabis, so. You can, it can reduce your pain somewhat. Oh. I found one study that, I don't know, it was kind of weird. Not sure if it's 100% trustworthy, okay. but it seemed like they applied a high dose okay. of, or gave someone a high dose of cannabis, or a few people rather, and they their pain reception went up. 
things hurt oh, more. No. Which, like, you could imagine might be possible since, like, you might be able to feel things more strongly in some yeah. manner. Yeah, I mean, I have always heard it explained as, like, just all sensations are, like, times ten. So it's possible that that's yeah. the case. But usually it's used if it, like, if you're thinking about it in combination with pain, usually people think about it as an analgesic. Yeah, It'll, like, slightly pain. reduce pain. And usually mm -hmm. that seems to be what happens. Interesting. And interestingly enough, when you, when you take a placebo that reduces your pain, yeah. guess what's involved? Your endocannabinoids. Oh, no way. And nuts. Man, fucking placebos, man. Right? So, oh, man. So your brain just, like, when it expects to be receiving painkillers, makes up for not having actually gotten painkillers by releasing endocan endocannabinoids? Yeah. Noids. Cannabinoids. Yep. Wow, that's a stupid word. Okay, dude. Welcome to fucking organic. I know. I know. It's Every so word bad. is just stupid. Yeah. So there's another uh, thing that can happen is it can affect the way you sleep. Yeah, I've so, heard this. First of all, it just generally decreases your wakefulness, so you're more likely to pass out. Okay. Um, and you will go to sleep faster, and you will sleep for longer. Okay, that sounds not bad. But oh, it reduces your REM sleep. That sounds bad. And just your general quality of sleep is lower. Okay. Yeah. And right. if you abuse cannabis and use it for a long time sure. and then stop abruptly, yeah. you'll actually have potentially mild withdrawal symptoms, including difficulty falling, to sl falling asleep in strange dreams. Although strange dreams doesn't really sound like a bad side effect. <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard some pretty fuck, like, it can be like distractingly bad, the, oh, okay. the dreams. Yeah. Well, that um, would, yeah. Like such that it causes you to wake up frequently. Um, that, that's, that's, that's sort of interesting because I guess I'm going to ask about this later, but like, and you know, everyone always responds to like, well, pot isn't, isn't addictive and you don't have withdrawal symptoms from it. But like, that isn't true. Yeah. You seem to like definitely have that. Like, that seems like that's pretty, that's a pretty typical withdrawal system symptom of like most drugs as you I would, experience I would say that it's possible that not everyone experiences this. It might yeah, not be universal probably. that people get withdrawal. I mean, which it seems to be the case that, like, it's nothing here is universal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> cannabis is super unfortunate. Weird. Yeah, exactly. So it says, uh, I found something that said that the difficulty in sleeping in strange dreams have been reported with high cross-study reliability. They generally occur within one to three days of discontinuation of cannabis and okay. they persist for six to seven weeks damn which is crazy that sucks that's a long time and it also that's like a not that yeah that's yeah, crazy there's another study that this is just a correlation this is not a causation necessarily the okay. study was not strong enough to indicate any causality at all okay but in people who started smoking younger regardless of how much they smoked mm -hmm. um had impaired sleep quality later in life so Harder to fall asleep, right. sleepier during the day. But that definitely like could sleeping. be self-medication. Yeah. 100%. Right. Exactly. Which, like, of which, like, marijuana is probably the most frequently used drug for self-medication for various things. That would seem reasonable. Second to alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Wait, yeah. yeah. That's, uh, uh. Definitely. And then, uh, yeah, there are general withdrawal effects, including anger, irritability, anxiety, nervousness, restlessness, weight loss, sleep difficulty, strange dreams. So, uh, in 
some cases, not very common, so these are the typical physical symptoms of withdrawal. Depressed mood, chills, shakiness, stomach pain, sweating. Mm. So it does happen. You can experience withdrawal symptoms. Yeah, that's like straight up withdrawal If you're symptoms. a heavy user, sure. stop abruptly and are potentially like at risk for these yeah, sorts of things. I'm sure not even people who do that don't even frequently experience this. And you will develop a tolerance to it. That is oh, something that occurs. So just, yeah. I mean... Just to make certain that people yeah. know that. Yeah, I, yeah. to point out, like, you will literally develop a tolerance to every single drug. Like, yeah. that's your body's response to being poisoned is try to prevent <laughs> yourself from experiencing the, like, you know, the change in mental state. So you always develop tolerance. Okay, it happens so the same way as when we, sorry, it happens the same way as when we talked about in the alcohol episode. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's the exact same concept. So now that we've scared everybody who's ever smoked pot, let's get into the good th- side of it Uh, this is this is the part that is going to make you happy again because this kind of stuff again like zach said this is in chronic users who stop and like all these problems are associated with very heavy heavy cannabis use so um but there's also ways it can help so we talked about how um you know we talked about all these different like physical effects it can have on you but What's interesting is that these physical effects, people are using them in a lot of ways to treat medical illnesses. For example, the stimulated appetite and reduction of nausea is useful for cancer and AIDS patients. Um, Remember how we said it reduces the pressure in your eye? Well, people with glaucoma can Uh, use marijuana to help them. I've Um, always seen that and never understood why that would be helpful. Yeah, but now that it reduces your pressure in your eye. Also, it can um, it can help stop convulsions in epileptics. It can decrease muscle spasms in people with multiple sclerosis. Right, it decreases muscle spasms. So right now, uh, that's just you know four ways in which we use marijuana medically as you know a treatment for some disease and it it works pretty well i mean for like you know it's not a go-to for these diseases always but it's it certainly has some medical uses which is why the dea it's completely fucking bullshit (laughs) that you have cannabis listed as a schedule one drug so i'm the drug enforcement administration what they have schedule they schedule drugs based on the danger of these drugs schedule one drugs um let me give you the exact quote from the DEA's website. Please do. Schedule 1 drugs, substances, or chemicals are defined as drugs with no currently accepted medical use and a high potential for abuse. Schedule 1 drugs are the most dangerous drugs <laughs> of all the drug schedules with potentially severe psychological or physical dependence. So, it's already bullshit because it has medical uses. We are using it medically. Why the fuck is it listed as a Schedule 1 drug? <laughs> That's insane. Um, it's also, you know, it's funny is that marijuana is scheduled higher than drugs such as Schedule 2 drugs, cocaine, and methamphetamine. What the fuck? Why isn't cocaine a Schedule 1 drug? I, I don't know. <laughs> because I, they used meth? to put it in coke, which was medicine. Well, like the m- soda? Meth? <laughs> meth? Like, yeah, I don't know. Meth is like literally the most evil of drugs. <laughs> Meth is like, you know, the redneck guy with three teeth and fucks his sister. That's that's what I think of as meth. <laughs> I mean, that shit's terrifying. Also, according to the National Health Service of the UK, um, as far as acute effects go, there's no danger of fatal overdose. Literally, you cannot overdose on THC. You can't. As a caveat to that, uh, when we say overdose, we're going to use a specific uh, definition of, like, Tox- like being poisoned by the specific toxic components of okay. like THC, the active ingredients, right? Right. Not like other things, because there are 
there's a possibility that you can die from ca cannabis use like acutely. Like if you, you can smoke and then die. And I'll right. explain how that okay. could happen later. But the interesting fact is that they did... Um, they found the minimum lethal dose for dogs. Okay. I don't know how they did that. Probably something terrible. But Probably. Um, they found that it was three grams per kilogram of body weight. So that means if you have a hundred pound dog, imagine feeding it like a quarter pound burger, right? <laughs> Made of pure THC. <laughs> and that might kill oh it. Oh my God. That might That's kill how much it. it would take to kill your dog. Ew. Also, there's pure THC. That's like, <laughs> yeah, I probably wouldn't be fun. Also, there's no confirmed cases of human deaths caused by That's marijuana. That's pretty important. Which is huge. Like, you know, of course, don't drive while under the influence of anything, but there is no confirmed cases of human deaths directly linked to marijuana. Especially because untangling its the, the effects that smoking it has on your lungs and, like, respiratory illnesses is really hard to untangle because lots of people also smoke cigarettes. And so it's, it's hard to untangle the effects there. Um... Also, according to the National Institute of Health, here's a quote from a study published by the National Institute of Health that did a, um, a it was, the study was about the risk of different drugs using some a strange method. So, this is a quote from their discussion. Specifically, the results confirm that the risk of cannabis may have been overestimated in the past. Um, THC is above their safety thresholds in risk factors. It's so safe. In contrast, the risk of alcohol may have been commonly underestimated. No <laughs> fucking kidding. It's listed, alcohol on their study is listed as very high risk, whereas cannabis doesn't even make the fucking chart. <laughs> <laughs> um, and let's, so let's go back to some bad stuff that may happen in later in life. So here's a study done. Imaging studies in human adolescents have shown that regular marijuana users display impaired neural connectivity in specific brain regions involved in a broad range of executive functions. So blah, blah, blah. Basically what they mean is it can impair your neural connectivity and function. The problem is though that the study they quote from the, NI, the National Institute of Health defines chronic cannabis users as people who use cannabis several times a week and who have done so for at least two years. So all of these problems that we're seeing that may happen if you smoke too much pot come from smoking a lot of pot. Yeah. There's Though that doesn't seem like like something that could unreasonably happen in college. Like, Oh, no. I mean, that, that's, that's like a very not light definition uncommon. of chronic and certainly yeah. absolutely valid. It's just that... It's just that they haven't done studies on not chronic. Exactly. Yeah. So the chronic. people who use it less than that. <laughs> so uh, there's some interesting things about uh, comparing. So let's compare cannabis smoke to tobacco smoke, oh, right? No. So cigarettes versus tobacco is my least cannabis. favorite. So there was a 2008 study in Canada where they used a mechanical smoking machine, which is a standard for the research that this sort of research. Okay. Um, they found that the ammonia content was 20 times higher in marijuana smoke than tobacco smoke. Uh, three to five, five times the amount of uh, nitrogen monoxide and hydrogen cyanide in the marijuana smoke as compared to the tobacco smoke. They found, they looked at the smoke condensate after, like, you know, they went through the smoking machine. Some of it was deposited on a specific collector. And uh, the cytotoxicity, which is the ability of something to kill cells okay. in your body, of marijuana smoke was three times higher than that of tobacco smoke. The mutagenicity, which is the ability to right. damage your DNA and potentially cause cancer, was right. five times that of tobacco for marijuana. So it was higher Shit. in marijuana. Um, and the teratogenicity, which is the ability to cause birth defects, I believe, was also a bit higher. Um, 
Cannabis also produces twice as much tar as tobacco when you smoke it. And since it's held in your lungs for a long period of time rather than sort of held in your mouth, um, well, I guess that's cigars, right? I don't know how cigarettes are smoked, to be honest, or anything really. Um, but uh, so you'll end up with like four times as much tar in your lungs than that because you hold it longer wow. and take it deeper. And so this is this sounds oh, yeah, this sounds awful, right? Yeah, this is that like wow. Clearly, marijuana smoking is way worse than tobacco smoking. Uh huh. But if you look at the epidemiological data, this doesn't appear to be the case. Okay. Which is weird. But before I get to that, let's look at a little bit more of the comparisons. If you lavage the lungs, which is, yeah, I don't, yeah, okay. I'm giving Zach a funny face yeah. with one eyebrow up. So what you do here is you... I you, pronounced it lavage. You, <laughs> you, like, shove a tube down into their lungs and spray some saline solution and okay. collect what it knocks off of their lung wall. Ew. If you do that to non-smokers, people who smoke cannabis only, people who smoke tobacco only, and people yeah. who smoke both, okay. um, the people who smoke both or only one or the other, both have more chunks of their cells pop off when you spray it. Yeah. Because um, they're more damaged, closer to death, sure. things like that, right? And all, they're also more inflamed. Yeah. So clearly, the that's bad. Right. And then there's an additional effect in cannabis smokers where uh, neutrophils will pop out, which are white blood cells. Ah. And that's because it affects your like immune system. Right. And so those are also screwed up, whereas Shit. tobacco doesn't really have much of an effect on that. So again, like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. This is terrifying. It really right? sounds so bad. And there's the same kind of precancerous changes in the lung cells in tobacco smokers as in cannabis smokers. Okay. But uh -huh. tobacco smoke, we know, causes lung cancer. Right. C cannabis smoke, we know that we are unsure about whether or not it causes lung cancer. What? We don't know. Is that just like the last of, lack of like sufficient testing? It's a little bit of that and... I mean, so, it just seems like it, it would be preposterous. So the studies that have been done that have looked not. at various populations of people, right? And the, the struggle that they've had to overcome is that so many people who smoke cannabis also smoke tobacco in these right. larger populations. Yeah. So one study looked at a group of people that smoked, all of them smoked both. And they used some statistical analysis to find that if you smoke a joint a day for a year, your risk of lung cancer goes up 8%. That's not very much. No, that's not too bad. And that's with, we don't know how strong the results of that study are because they got around whether or not they smoke tobacco with statistical analysis, which yeah. is like some tricky stuff that tricky. may or may not work properly, yeah. right? So that's weird, right? And yeah. then another study found that there was no increase in lung cancer. But this study looked at a group of individuals that were not yet more than like 60 years old. And the median age of uh, lung cancer detection is in the low 70s. So maybe oh, they just really? didn't get it yet. Damn, it's that late. Yeah. That's actually really surprising to me. And the reason they used the population that was only like 60 years old was because they could only start looking at the population uh, once like cannabis smoking came into vogue, like it became popular, right? So like in the 60s. Right. Before that, anyone who smoked would have been a strange like outsider kind of They would have been an outlier by habits. definition. Yeah. But Damn. once the 60s happened, they could start looking. So, but that only gives you like... You know, so you literally like, just have to wait. Yeah, so we're gonna have to wait another decade or two to that get some sucks. information on that. Okay, but so like regardless, how does that yeah. happen, right? How can you have higher mutagenicity and things like this, and like more tar and all, and then have less cancer? How uh -huh. is it so clear for tobacco and so unclear for cannabis? Yeah, there's a hypothesis that there's two things going on. Okay, um, one is that nicotine is just awful. Like, it's just such a bad carcinogen 
that that's really? like it, just on its own yeah and as a co-carcinogen as well it just has oh. just not so effects it promotes tumor progression increases tumor invasiveness and inhibits cell death which means the tumor can keep there's some growing. people i know that chew nicotine gum that i should inform of this yes i would recommend <laughs> that it's yeah real bad so it's possible that tobacco in conjunction with um cannabis is okay. also is the risk factor maybe oh. for this increase in lung cancer hmm. maybe with you know that statistical analysis they did right. maybe that's what they were finding um but the big thing is that not only is cannabis more mutagenic mutagenic so not yeah. only does it promote cancer it also is more cytotoxic it kills cells oh my god you think it's killing the ones that it's mutating yes that's ah. exactly what they think is happening so it it damages these cells right it mutates them so they lose their ability to die Right, the right. body won't be able to kill them. Right, and so they become cancerous. But but then the cannabis can, kills but them. But then the <laughs> cannabis will freaking kill the shit out of those cells before they can get big and spread. That's the, that's the hypothesis anyway. Okay, and so that seems like a potentially reasonable answer for why that. Although is the case. their killing ability is only three times that of tobacco, and their mutagenesis is five times. That it's of possible tobacco. that those numbers. That was one yeah. study. So right, have, you okay. know, um, could not be. There have been other studies yeah. that have found lower numbers for that. Okay, interesting. So that's nuts. Yeah, that's bizarre. Like, I don't even know, man. Fuck. And well, then, so yeah, go yeah, ahead. No, you continue. Oh, well, I was just gonna say. I mean, like the one thing though is always like, even if it doesn't cause cancer, you really don't want inflamed, tar-coated lungs. Let's talk about that. Okay, perfect good. transition. That was excellent. Wonderful. Um, so one thing is that, that is actually like that has always yeah. been my like smoking is just gross. It's gross. It's, it's never yeah. as I was watching a guy who made a video about this, yeah. and he's like. Uh, inhaling burning plant matter is never a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Even even freaking yeah. like campfires and stuff. Yeah, it's real bad. For it's you. real bad. Yeah, it's actually very bad. As an interesting fact, look that up. It's terrifying. Um, <laughs> make you afraid of campfires. Like way worse than smoking. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's really, it's really <laughs> disturbingly bad. So THC is immunosuppressive, right? Because it affects your immune cells and screws them up, and lets your body not do work its magic on them. Um, so if you're already at risk, this may increase your risk for pneumonia and other um, infections like that because if your immune system is lowered and then it's lowered further by the drug, mm. you're screwed. You're mm. going gonna to get something, right? Yeah, right. And frequently smoking weed has the same chronic bronchitis effects and wheezing and coughing and shortness of breath that right, smoking of cigarettes does. Um, interestingly, though, uh, COPD is... What does that stand for again? I didn't write it down. Chronic either. obstructive pulmonary disorder. Right. Okay. It is not very common in cannabis smokers. Uh, yeah. But it is common in tobacco users. Okay. And so, or at least cigarette smokers. Um, and so this, your airflow is blocked. Uh, but that doesn't really happen with cannabis, which is strange. You think there's more tar weird. and stuff. Yeah. What happens instead in cannabis, they think, and there have been some case studies of this and some, yeah. a few smaller studies, is something called bullous emphysema. <laughs> yeah. So what this is, is the alveoli, like the little, all the various air sacs yeah, inside yeah. of your lungs just get distended and overinflated. Oh, shit. And, and so how can they get blocked if they're falling apart and are all overinflated and huge? Right. But it still impairs your lung function. You have to get it cut out if it gets bad enough. Yeah. It's somewhat rare, okay. but it's a possibility. Right. And uh, there are cases, like a lot of these cases are with people like under 40 years old, um, where the only cause of it that couldn't be eliminated was cannabis use. Like Shit. Everything else, like can't be this, not that, not this. They don't have any risk factors here. There's none here. Right. This is the one thing they do that might be causing this. They, had, they didn't say it did cause it, mm -hmm. but that's the one thing they could find and think of and couldn't rule out. Mm-hmm. 
It's crazy, man. It's so bad. Now this yeah. all, yeah. But again, remember, for people, for all those stoners out there who are freaking out, remember that this is frequent, chronic, heavy usage. Right. So I don't know what the definition of these studies that you were looking at used for chronic, but. It this it is years it's years and years of like what daily almost or yeah, pretty much so it's like they're like wow this is in young people people that are like 30 to 40 who have been smoking for 15 years right yeah. like constantly smoking like right. you know that'll the one the kind of person who smokes you know once once a month these effects are you know greatly diminished yeah. there's, there's probably a yeah. lot of there you'd have to smoke like you'd have, that that's the thing you have to be a heavy chronic user to face these sort of things and the thing is it's still safer than most other drugs especially alcohol yeah well yeah and like yeah you're not of course yeah that's 100 percent <laughs> correct i'd have no argument to that um i yeah i mean if you're doing i i i mean i couldn't even if you're doing it once a month i can't even it probably wouldn't even it's barely even making a difference in your lungs I mean, it is making a difference to some extent, like, but, yeah. but your lungs heal pretty well. They do. There, yeah, you ever pretty see that quickly. Thing where it's like, what happens to your lungs after like a year of stopping smoking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like it's like you're ruined. You've been smoking for ten years. Mm -hmm. After a month, some of this starts to recover. After six months, mm -hmm. and by the end of the year, you're like, your lungs like have not by any means recovered their original function, but have like improved drastically. Really, really dramatically, just on their own. Yeah, you're. I mean, you know, it makes sense that your body would be able to repair your lungs since you know. They're a hundred percent vital to you living. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I like the. There's also this interesting thing. So like, you know, like we were talking about like the condensate from the smoke before, and like the amount of tar that various things produce. Like, um, you literally like the inside of your lungs get coated yeah, with it's tar. It's like really gross. And then what happens is when you stop smoking, your lungs are like finally starting to repair themselves. They basically give up while you're smoking. But like when you stop, they like try to start repairing themselves. And so they literally like the little hair cells inside your lungs start like cleaning off the fucking tar. And, and then you just start coughing it up. And like, just like, it's like a few weeks after you stop smoking. And this is like, this is what made me think that it's probably not that big of a deal if you smoke like even like twice, like, you know, once or twice a month, like, like it's probably not doing very much. But like if you smoke, tobacco for example consistently because people rarely smoke like cannabis this much but you smoke tobacco like you know every day a couple times a day um you, you after like two weeks it's like you start like coughing up black tar oh, oh like, god i did not know that yeah it's like really gross yeah okay yeah if there's anything <laughs> it's okay so <laughs> it's still so weird to me that you know cannabis yeah sure it's a drug it does it can do bad things yeah, to you yeah. but the thing is we have perfectly legal drugs that are blatantly so worse, worse. <laughs> let's actually let's talk about dui deaths so okay. there's, there's another issue yeah, here this is something that i've always tried to do research on that's like pretty hard it's super strange to, yeah so it's unclear whether or not cannabis smoking like significantly affects your ability to to, or well, your ability to avoid accidents, we should say. It right. does affect your ability to drive. Yeah, definitely. Like, it impairs your motor function. And it reduces your reflexes. It, yes, 100%. It does. Like, yes. The, it, like to, to the same extent that alcohol does. Yep. Uh, in, well, well, to the same extent, extent that, like, mild to small amounts of alcohol does. But these studies, right, it's hard to figure out, like, how high someone was. Right. Because if they use self-reported intake, yeah, it's you know, useless. you can't trust that. But yeah. if you, like, get it from the body fluids... That it'll stay in your body, in your body tissue for up to like a month. Yeah. Or even also a little useless. bit longer. When you haven't smoked in a month and they right. find it in your body, like, yeah. It, they can't rule that as the cause of your death. Right. You know, it's real tricky. Um, but the disturbing thing is, is that 
So a lot of these better studies that the U.S. Department of Transportation has been like, these are the good studies as mm -hmm. far as we can tell. Say so that there's like low to no risk in doing this. I would not recommend driving while Still high. Yeah. Wait for more studies to come out before. Like that's just irresponsible. I mean, yeah, it's just because <laughs> your motor skills are impaired. Yeah. Um, and so it's not worth it. They're saying uh, a low risk is like mm, one to like two or three times the risk in like being in an accident or something, mm. right? Um, so if your blood alcohol content is 0. 0.05, same Can't. risk. Can it, no, 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 your blood alcohol. Al alcohol content, yeah. Is 0. 0.05, yeah. you've already, you're at like two to three times the accident risk. The legal limit's like 0. 0.08. 0. 0.08, yeah. So by the, <laughs> by the time you've hit the legal limit, you are well past... Like what cannabis could conceivably yeah. produce. That doesn't mean it's a good idea. No, absolutely Probably not. means that you just shouldn't drive with a blood alcohol content of 0. 0.05. Yes. <laughs> yeah, what that's really saying is that we should like lower the legal limit. <laughs> the BAC limit. And then the alcohol ranges from like up to a 20 times increase if your BAC passes 0.2. But of course it does. I mean, you're like totally two. incoherent at that point. You can yeah. you're at point two. Actually, recently they arrested someone who uh, was driving with a blood alcohol level of 0. 0.48 or some shit like that. What the fuck? That is that That's is a hardened pirate. <laughs> <laughs> that is a goddamn Norse Viking driving around. That's like four or something. The fact that he could get into the car is, is amazing. Nuts. That's what uh, one of the one of the like reasons they sort of put forward is that when they put these people through, I guess they get them high and give them put them in driving simulators or something. Some sounds studies. like an awesome job. <laughs> they um they uh people cannabis smokers are aware that they're impaired. Okay. Yeah. Whereas alcohol, alcohol users tends not to be. Yeah. They they think they are going to the car and then they forget. And then they just go nuts. Yeah. But cannabis users, they will if they have if there's any indication of like they're gonna have to react, like there's a stoplight coming up, if they see another car moving pretty quickly, as long as it's far enough away, yeah. they'll focus harder and actually okay. kind of bear down and be able to like respond to whatever okay. happens. Okay. Not as quickly as if they were sober. Right. But but close enough, and I and I would have to assume that like that ends up averaging out people who like when they are sober tend not to focus much more like that. Yeah, like, that might like, actually be yeah. Like people when they're driving, like they're just like, oh, I'll be fine. I can respond in time, and are probably less likely to be oh, like. Oh, because then the huh? yeah, no, that makes a lot of you know? sense. Yeah, I, interesting. Yeah, because it, I mean, like definitely when I when I was talking to some some friends back home about this, like they're, they're like you know I was like, man, like I can't believe you. Like, you know, like, like, they, and they, like, they were just, like, saying, like, I think it would be fine if I were to, like, smoke and drive. Like, I think it would be, like, an okay thing. And I was like, that just seems insane. Like, it's so obvious that it, like, impairs your motor function yeah. and, and response time. They were like, yeah, but the other effects that it has, like, tend to, like, would make you, like, a better, like, have a better temperament for driving. Like, you're less likely to develop road rage. You're less likely to like, you know, like you're more likely to stay far away from other cars. You're not trying to get anywhere fast, like all things that would make you a better driver in general. And then that combined with what you just said, I mean, that makes sense. I still don't think <laughs> if you yeah, can no, avoid it. Our point is that like, you know, it's still not better than driving sober, yeah. but it's, you know, it's, it's not as not, bad as driving drunk or I, even a tipsy or yeah, like even a little bit buzzed bit inebriated yeah. but like um but yeah but i mean well yeah you know the other thing is like even if it's like you know it's only two times the pr like 
your chance of getting an accident is pretty terrifyingly high. Yeah. Like, the actual chance when you're sober is pretty freaking high. That's because D- cars themselves are just fucking Oh, terrifying. yeah, it's a bad idea. And but humans are terrifying. It's bad at driving. I would it, so rather trust a robot to drive my car yeah. than myself. Google, hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, but so, I mean, two times that probability is, like, that's a lot, man. That's so much more. It's bad. It's yeah. bad. It's bad. So, interestingly, there are other ways to die. Oh, no. For cannabis smoking. Or actually, rather, any cannabis ingestion at all. It doesn't even, you don't even have yeah, to smoke it. So right. there are risks even if you don't smoke it. So we've been talking about mostly how it affects your lungs in this horrible, horrible, horrible way. Right. I was going to say horrifying. That's so where that horrible came from. I got you. Horrible. It's horrible. So you could avoid that pretty easily by, by not smoking Let's say it. you vape it. That's probably a little oh, yeah, bit better. Wait, let's, yeah, let's, let's ex- okay, yeah. Let's let's take a quick break from this scary, dark, dear, dreary, depressing stuff, and go into a little bit more of like how to actually get this stuff into your body. So we talked about smoking. That's like the big one. So there's all sorts of different ways that people use to burn this thing and then inhale it. You know, that's right. pretty obvious. But like we said, THC is heat activated, so you don't actually have to burn the plant and that's what vaping is vaping is essentially you're just heating the marijuana to release thc and then you inhale that and so you're getting the same effects yeah. without a lot of this similar problems with uh burning plant matter going inside of right. you exactly so you um, get like sort of like a you just get a vapor that's why it's called vaping yes exactly um also um lots of people uh can infuse cannabis with oil butter and then make right. food out of it so you know special brownies or cookies or whatever and so you're cooking it that heats it up yeah right yeah, right. It, yeah. so you're cooking it it activates the thc Baking and it. then but, so yeah. so what happens um there is and i'm sure anyone who's done an edible would can knows this yeah the difference between a high from an edible and a high from smoking or vaping is pretty big. It takes much longer to hit you, and the effects last much longer. Like, uh, smoking will, the effects of the high will last a couple hours max, yeah, whereas bad. an edible can last, you know, like eight hours. Holy hell. It's like a day trip. Um, wow. But anyway, the reason that this happens is because the stomach is much worse at absorbing THC than your lungs are. Huh. So that's why it takes oh, longer so it to hit you. Longer. But it also lasts longer because it's absorbing more slowly. It's like the difference between a butt shot and a regular shot. <laughs> exactly. It is, though. No, it's actually that's it's precisely correct. Your intestines correct. are where alcohol is absorbed. So either it has to go through your stomach and you have to wait for it to get through your stomach, or you just put it right in your intestines. Yep. It's also like smoking alcohol, which is another thing you should never do. Also, yeah, smoking alcohol <laughs> is bad. But also, this makes me think there are probably people who smoke through their butts. Why would you do that? That'd be dumb. Your lungs are better at absorbing than your intestines. Yeah, but just just because you can. It's true. Someone's probably done it. It's like butt suction of some kind. That's strange. It's a very strange. Anti fart. Anti fart. (laughs) (laughs) The reverse fart. So, yeah, there are things that can happen to you, even if you don't smoke it. If you vape it, you ingest it. Really, any way. Is there any way to do it intravenously? That'd be weird. Probably not, because it would have to be hot. Yeah, you have to. You can't. Well, you would you like can, scald yourself. It doesn't. Or, or you can activate it first yes, and then inject yeah, it. Yeah, that's the way edibles work. Oh yeah, right. Duh. Yeah, I don't know. So I don't. That's, that'd be weird. Probably doesn't really belong in your bloodstream. I don't know. <laughs> but it gets there. Well, it's a neurotransmitter, yeah. so it does. I don't know. We'll have to look into it. Yeah. Okay. 
I think probably heard. not because most drugs that you do intravenously are usually only because that's the really you can't like smoke heroin. They can't I don't go through think. the blood brain barrier. I mean, it's like a shitty way to um to ingest it when you could just vape it instead Seriously. yeah <laughs> like if you could just smoke or vape or have an edible don't fucking shoot up marijuana although one time i heard about this little girl who Dave, ejected four this? marijuanas oh shut and up she died ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, the internet um <laughs> four whole marijuanas uh, so when you um ingest four. cannabis you get increased blood flow because your heart's pumping. It's like blah, 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 right, blah, blah. Your right. heart rate's way up, right? And you also get vasodilation. So yes. all your uh, little blood vessels See, and stuff. That's like the opposite yeah. of the sympathetic nervous system because the sympathetic nervous system tries to raise your blood pressure yeah. and your heart rate. But this does the opposite. It raises your, lowers your blood pressure yeah. and raises your heart rate. That doesn't sound good. And then as you get higher, suddenly you get vasoconstriction oh. and your blood pressure shoots up. Oh shit! Right, yeah. And in extremely rare cases, may cause ischemic stroke. Oh no! And then wow, you die. A stroke. Fuck. And then you die. That's so bad. From acute cannabis consumption. What's ischemic mean? It means there's a blockage, a blood clot, in oh, your, okay. and instead of as a hemorrhaging is the other one, where it. it just bleeds got into it, your brain. It. Yeah, yeah except so that before. this is super freaking rare. Like, let me just be clear about yeah. that. This is, it's also potentially underreported, but like this is, right. this is rare as hell. So, I guess don't freak out about it, but be aware that this is a risk. That exists probably. More research needs to be done. Because right now they have like small studies and case studies where it's like, you know, some guy uh, had no problems with stroke, no other risk factors, smokes cannabis for a few years, uh, and then gets a stroke. And then he stops smoking and he's fine. But someone else, same thing happens, smokes, gets a stroke, continues to smoke, continues to get strokes. Hmm. continues to get strokes yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> yeah there's so yeah and this one this was this one guy 36 year old male who had three episodes of recurring stroke over two and a half year interval each episode occurring immediately after cannabis consumption although he probably consumed it a number of times in between the strokes too right i would right, imagine right. so but, you know this isn't like clear-cut definite but like right, it seems to be the main risk yeah. factor for this sort of thing and right. it's based on the sort of theory is based on what happens to your blood pressure it's so abruptly right and there is a mechanism changes. yeah yeah so it's it's but, something to consider yeah it sucks and then, uh, same deal with, like, myocardial infarctions, a.k.a. heart attacks. Yeah. Um, same sort of thing. You can get right. issues like that. Same, it's the same deal where it's, like, you know, potentially underreported, potentially not direct causation, un- need more studying, but is another, yeah. like, risk factor. Or, well, uh, and also it happens more often if you have a risk factor for it, obviously. Um, so, it's just... People can die from marijuana consumption. Right, it seems. right, right. It's, it, it, it's not like a zero death thing. There right. are risks yeah. that you take when right. you smoke it, and this is without like any notion of like uh, overdosing either. Right. It's not like this it's, is this it's is like, like chronic use. It's type like stuff. with this is chronic use stuff. Yeah. Okay. That's good. That's yeah. Oh that's yeah, yeah. Important. This yeah. is this is yeah. Okay. Cool. Because like cocaine is like you could do cocaine one time and just have a heart attack. And die. Yeah. I. <laughs> I don't think, yeah, antecedent yeah. history of heavy consumption of cannabis. Yes, okay. usually, usually okay. that's the case. Okay. So that, yeah, again, that, remember, yeah, that's cr- it's chronic, heavy yeah. so use that leads to that can lead to these issues. Use drugs responsibly. Another fun thing that can happen <laughs> is you know how uh, it's often used to reduce nausea. Yes. Chronic users 
sometimes get uh, cannabinoid hyperemesis syndrome, oh. which is chronic nausea, vomiting, and abdominal pain, sometimes vomiting up to 20 times a day, where the only relief is to cease cannabis consumption or to take a hot shower. <laughs> which, Sorry, what? Yeah, apparently it reduces <laughs> your issues if you take a hot shower. And so one guy who they looked at uh, was showering 14 times a day. <laughs> Instead of not smoking? Yeah. That's insane. I mean, maybe he was managing pain in some other way with it. And like, There is no way that was the best way to manage <laughs> his pain. <laughs> that's, you couldn't leave the fucking house. Yeah. No, 14 showers a day? Yeah. Wow, that's terrible. And then uh, long-term use again, it can cause cannabis arteritis. Your receptors are on immune cells. Your immune cells line your blood vessels and chronic stimulation of your blood vessels leads to a chronic immune response which hardens your arteries and can create clots again super freaking rare yeah same deal chronic use very rare but you can get some tissue death and gangrene and then you'll have to like you'll like you'll have to lop off your fingers uh, and gangrene. stuff yeah it's real bad and it's one of those things you kind of wished we got rid of in the civil war yeah but it just doesn't <laughs> go away it's like damn we really haven't fixed that yet <laughs> <clears throat> and so this is this is related to cannabis consumption, but the risk factor might be cannabis plus tobacco. They haven't okay. managed to differentiate from that. They know it's, it's so not tobacco to alone do, yeah. because the people Man, aren't old people enough. People need to stop. When it's like, and you know what it is too is this, I know so many people who never smoked tobacco and never planned on it and then started smoking pot and then started smoking tobacco and it's like man That's interesting you've got the better drug first i know it's because people start spliffing and oh. they so like so like you're like smoking pot and then you don't have enough pot but somebody has some tobacco so they spliff they like put some of the tobacco in the joint and then now it's like oh well now you're slightly hooked on nicotine and even if you're not you're like more comfortable with smoking tobacco because you've already smoked it a little bit mm. and then they end up smoking tobacco and then it's like god gateway damn. drug yeah, no, then, yeah so do we have time can we go into the myths yeah, do we have we anything can. else okay cool well, well hold on let's do oh, okay one little more bit about um yeah. so uh also cannabis can play some role in mental illness so according to the national institute of health uh they found that uh in patients with schizophrenia heavier chronic use may trigger onset or relapse of symptoms of schizophrenia and it may exacerbate certain mental illnesses such as depression but another study done by the nih <laughs> says that in patients with schizophrenia who use cannabis, it may improve their cognitive function. Fuck. <laughs> so That's what the hell does yeah. marijuana actually do to you? I was <laughs> having a conversation yeah, the other day with someone who was like um, fairly convinced that pot was bad and d really didn't have a lot of um, like reasoning for it, but like basically was like, well, I heard that it can cause like schizophrenic symptoms. And I was like, that doesn't sound right. This sounds like a more correct version of that fact. It's exactly that correct. It can... It can in people uh, who it can are trigger the onset or relapse of symptoms exactly. of people who already have schizophrenia, which exactly. was sort of what I was assuming was the case at the time, but didn't have any studies to back up. So that's good to know. And one more interesting little paradox of yeah. cannabis is of that you know how I said it can cause these ischemic strokes. Yeah. It also increases your survival rate if you have an ischemic stroke. <laughs> <laughs> that's preposterous. In rat studies, anyway. <laughs> Okay. It's so what we found so far with with cannabis is that pretty much so what happens weird. is it causes all these problems and then mostly immediately fixes them. Yeah. Well, fixes them in ways that like they're probably not good. Yeah. But, but it like prevents them from killing you. It's just so, such a weird, weird, weird drug. But remember, okay. So now that we've terrified everyone who's ever smoked a joint in their life, fucking relax. These scary, Smoke scary joints are for the most point very, very rare. 
and come from chronic heavy usage. So if you've smoked a little bit every now and then, you're probably going to be okay. As like, long as every now and then is not every couple hours. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, you know, we talk about this drug and it's like all the bad things, but there are so many other drugs out there that are so much worse which for is you. Not, which I don't is know, not, that's not a good... Yeah, that's yeah, not Just like, because... No, I'm just saying that just, like... It's like when people are like, I don't know, marijuana, you can't overdose on marijuana, you can't fucking overdose on tobacco. Yeah. So what? Yeah. You know? All, all I'm saying is that, like, you know, it's just strange that we have these drugs that are legal that are, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. blatantly true. very, very that worse. Whereas cannabis is illicit, yet, because it can cause bad things. Sure, of course. But at a, to a much lesser extent than tobacco or alcohol can. Yeah, agreed. So, again, if you, you know, it, it's one of those things, like, it's, it's, listed as one of the safer drugs like we talked about earlier in the yep. national institute of health it's a very low risk drug compared to pretty much anything else um like especially alcohol <laughs> like we're really we're honestly we should i'm glad that we gave alcohol shit first because oh, alcohol yeah, alcohol yeah, deserves it far more yeah fuck alcohol okay so um, now right. we're going to go into another part where we're going to talk about some classic myths about cannabis yeah. so here's what i got there's a bunch Wait, 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 so hold on. Before right. you do this, yeah. you have to ask these as if you are a 12-year-old in a dare assembly. <laughs> oh, man. I don't even know what that sounds like. All right, hold on. Give me Just a second. Just make a really No, no, I gotta get into character. I gotta get into character. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> oh, but these words are way too freaking big for a 12-year-old to know. <laughs> um, excuse me. Um, okay, okay, my okay, mommy said let's, cannabis let's excuses. I, I like this better. Okay, let's actually have you being one of those like super Christian pro family moms who's like, moms against drugs. Um, well, I heard that <laughs> this is cannabis so use causes memory loss and a general reduction in logic and intelligence. So we talked about this. It can impair neural connectivity, but again, that's chronic heavy usage this is not like one joint will make you forget everything ever it's not like one joint will turn you into dory from finding nemo <laughs> also um there is some evidence that uh cannabis so as you age uh hippocampal neurons start to deteriorate a little bit so your memory gets a little bit worse right and marijuana cannabis may hasten this age-related mm. neural die-off but again chronic heavy usage will do that maybe okay um oh shit what was the character I, I lost it um um uh well i heard that <laughs> cannabis use causes apathy and lack of motivation my son hasn't gotten off the couch in a month <laughs> well ma'am <laughs> now again the problem here is that you know we've talked about what the high does to you and it can give you sort of a couch lock body buzz sort of thing but there's no real good evidence that it shows like you know, long-lasting event. There is some maybe minor IQ loss after chronic heavy usage for years. <laughs> that kind of sucks. <laughs> but yo, listen, bro, you're gonna get dumber. <laughs> but also, IQs are kind of bullshit. Well, yeah. So well, they're sort of bullshit. Sort of bullshit. Consistent for a person. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, Change that's in true. IQ. That's that. Yeah. That is that's a good sign. Ooh. So maybe, but again, it's chronic heavy use sure. and nowhere near the level of legal alcohol. <laughs> um, let's see, is that one important? No, it's it, the same one, yeah, it's like the same, yeah. Alright, this is a good one. Well, whatever. Cannabis is obviously a gateway drug. Well, <laughs> let's well. talk about this. So, 
what's interesting about this is that um they did exposure to exposure to cannabinoids in adolescent rodents decreases the reactivity of brain dopamine reward centers later in adulthood blah blah, blah. what that means is basically it may make it harder for you to be happier so you turn to drugs that's potentially the hypothesis that they're saying sure but hmm. most people according to drugabuse.gov most people who use marijuana do not go on to use other quote-unquote harder substances and cross sensitization where you have this um further exposure that makes you want to you know when you have other drugs in your system it makes yeah. you more um you respond more to other drugs sure it's that happens with lots of other things like yeah, alcohol and nicotine. Right. And so those are also like marijuana typically used before a person progresses to other more harmful substances. Damn. Also social environment are critical is right. critical in a person's risk for drug use. It's so here's what drug abuse stock goes. Why is an alcohol a gateway drug? <laughs> yeah, it really, uh, what? Uh, I think it is. <laughs> um, so here's what drugabuse.gov says. An alternative to the gateway drug hypothesis is that people who are vulner more vulnerable to drug taking are simply more likely to start with readily available substances like marijuana, tobacco, or alcohol, and their subsequent social interactions with other drug users increases their chances of trying other drugs. Right. So basically what we're saying is that the whole gateway drug hypothesis kind of falls through. There's no real good drug. evidence that you know you're directly going to start you know your kids well he's smoking a joint now what's next he's gonna have a crack pipe in his room it's funny too like it's i mean like you know like people work their way up the ladder if the end goal is heroin you don't fucking <laughs> start with heroin you start with pot because just because like, pot's more easy right to find. it's like fucking impossible to get heroin probably i have no idea i've never tried but uh, i don't know this isn't a big problem in some places it's actually pretty easy i've that's I, disturbing potentially my hometown yeah well regardless for like a freshman in high school if you were if you if you have whatever the fuck qualifications would you know result in somebody having a drug abuse problem like you're going to start with the drugs that are easier yeah. to come by and the ones that are more popular. Marijuana is right. easier to come That doesn't by. mean that it's like a, you know, cause causation correlation bullshit thing. Exactly. Um but but cannabis is so addictive, right? Like <laughs> I love this accent. This is so <laughs> spot on. Um yes, it can be addictive. We talked about this. We've there it can be linked to mild withdrawal symptoms. Um people can become addicted to it we've seen it happens uh it's like a pretty important thing to note because that is something that like pro cannabis people like frequently you know spout as like nope it's not addictive and like, yeah it's not usually physically addictive it's, yeah it's it's pretty rare and yeah. again it would it's frequent chronic heavy usage that yeah. could lead to addiction and the withdrawal symptoms are similar to other withdrawal symptoms yeah. but they're considered mild by drugabuse.gov right. so is marijuana addictive yes it can be but uh, again yeah. so is so are things that are completely legal yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but yeah with regards to, i mean like it is something like you know realize yeah, that like if you have if you if you are exhibiting or you know someone who is exhibiting like the behavior of someone addicted to a drug with regards to marijuana don't just be like well it's marijuana so, you so can't it can't be, be that no it it's, could be marijuana. No, they, they really 100 percent could have some sort of dependency i mean like it doesn't even have to be a physical dependency and it likely isn't because marijuana usually induces what an emotional or mental dependency yes and but it's, like it's harder you can have a physical dependency but it's harder it's much yeah. harder than other addictive yeah. substances like nicotine nicotine is incredibly physically it takes addictive. like a week um and again <laughs> uh 
it's sort of uh what was i gonna say it's well i just lost my train of thought that's all right we'll move on to the next one (laughs) i actually didn't write this one did i no you did not okay good well um well it's way more potent than when i wasn't doing it when i was a in high school it's gotten worse okay <laughs> they're actually so they're actually this is a huge thing that people argue that marijuana potency has before. actually increased recently weird and but there's no <laughs> real good evidence of that the problem is that the way we tested for potency back in the 60s uh, was so shitty yeah. the methods that we used were terrible compared to so they used That's uh, like people saying they used a different like, kind of chromatography to yeah test how potent something is and nowadays we just have better methods so we're seeing a rise in potency but that could just be because we're better at finding it that's like people saying that like you know cancer rates have risen since the 1800s before we knew what cancer was yeah oh yeah think or that (laughs) autism rates have gone up since vaccines which is before we considered (laughs) autism a disease is that all the is that all the myths so you're telling me that weed is not getting more hella dank I wish. Oh, I w- although to be fair, you can actually get higher potent, yeah, higher yeah, potency yeah, yeah. strains nowadays because of Science. research. We're better at doing we're it. We're better at botany. But the problem with that is that higher potency doesn't necessarily make a better right. high or more addictive. Shit. Yeah. Because we're not really hundred percent sure how THC works, <laughs> so it's super weird. So it's not. There's no real good evidence that the potency has increased. And even if it has, what would that even mean? Yeah. So basically, overall, we've got an issue with all these studies. We don't know much about marijuana because it was so taboo for a while. Yeah, and it's still it's still, it still illegal. Is. Like, yeah, I, it's like like doing studies is much harder than on alcohol. Like if we could, is that an argument for? Well, it should at least be studied more. That should at least be made yeah, a priority. Yeah, I agreed. Um, but the funny thing is, I don't remember what I was gonna say. <laughs> Let me think about it for a second. Okay, so. <laughs> Just a one little quick last thing. Um, what we're gonna do is we're gonna we wanna before we jump into the game, which is gonna be oh so fun. I want to quote a little bit of um, some statistics from a Gallup poll. Uh, so basically, uh, this is a recent poll, 2015. 44% of Americans have tried it, which is a shit ton. Wow. 44% have tried it. That's outstanding. That's 11% say they currently smoke, which is again pretty fucking high. That's surprising. Ha, high. Yeah. Um, yeah. And. I don't want to delve too much into politics, but 51% of Americans, a majority, support the legalization. (laughs) (laughs) Welp. You ever see those articles where it's like, a majority of Americans support this, almost 40%. It's like, you mean plurality? It's it's not a majority. (laughs) Oh yeah, I was going to say, is that humans are really bad test subjects because they're so into tobacco. Just like, seriously. I'm thinking that maybe, maybe. Maybe. This may not, this is my own brain making a bunch of rats things high no no um i'm thinking with the so i imagine smoking prevalence has gone down like tobacco smoking yes and and then marijuana is becoming a more like less taboo thing yeah so maybe there'll just be more people lying around that smoke cannabis and not tobacco i would and that would would be helpful that's the case i would assume in the coming generations we'll be able to get a much better representative sample because yeah you're absolutely right nicotine consumption tobacco consumption is absolutely decreasing whereas i i think cannabis consumption is increasing i mean according to gallup it it has been increasing 40 percent almost 50 percent of americans say they tried it compared to a study they did in like 1970 that was like six percent of americans holy shit so, of all the things that the the educational system has has screwed up, 
Dare is the worst. Is that where you're going? For? I was going to say that, that they did a pretty it. good job of informing us how scary tobacco is. Although they think they overdid it, they were like, "Look at all these chemicals. This chemicals in jet fuel. It's like, well, it's also in like other stuff that's not dangerous at all. It's <laughs> Water is in jet fuel. <laughs> but like, I mean, I think, I think they might have done a good job with the risks of smoking. Yeah, that's like I probably think that worked. Agreed. I think they did. I think that that's well. yeah. although to be uh, smoking. Tobacco, yes, but as yes. far as oh, other yeah. drugs are concerned, they like totally marijuana, they have absolutely, absolutely exaggerated the terrible effects of marijuana, which are just, yeah. you know, we talked about all this scary stuff, but again, it's chronic, heavy usage, and the really bad shit is rare. So, you know, I gotta say, you know, it's one of those things, like, if you're gonna pick a drug, you could pick worse ones. Not that, you know, not that that's a good argument for I'm doing drugs. I'm sure you could pick better ones. Uh, actually, apparently, oh, yeah, I, I know what you're going to say. We can maybe do this uh, some other time, but yeah. I think I've seen studies that show like um, LSD and yeah, uh, mushrooms are potentially m even more safe than marijuana, uh -huh. and that may only be linked to the fact that they're not you're not inhaling burning plant matter. Uh -huh. But still, so burning plant still matter one of the safest drugs Avoid that you could possibly do. All right, I heard there was a game. All righty, daddy. All right, so the way this game works is that we've we've taken a bunch of slang about marijuana, and we're gonna re rattle so off some much. different stuff, <laughs> and we're gonna see how much of this Shane actually oh knows. God, this is gonna be hilarious. So, we're gonna start off with the category of just general marijuana slang, like okay. stuff that people um, call you know marijuana when they when they pick up from their dealer so what we're gonna do is we're gonna have we're gonna list a word All and right. you're gonna tell us whether or not it's real or fake okay. and then if it's real you're gonna tell us what it is okay and i will do none of the reading of these words because my face will immediately give away <laughs> whether or not it's real or fake so i'm just All gonna right. go ahead and turn around <laughs> all right number one yeah loud I mean, it's almost definitely real, but I have no idea what it could mean. So, you are correct. It's real. Okay. It's just what people call marijuana. It's it's called loud? Yeah. Like, that's why it's it's really funny because um, it often leads to smoke-filled rooms having conversations such as, I can't hear you. It's too loud in here. Oh, no. That's so <laughs> bad. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. All right. Next one. Let's go. Gas. No absolutely real people <sighs> apparently call weed gas i was told this i don't know so that, but dumb. somebody yeah it's I really fucking stupid ah, okay wad like hey let's go smoke a wad yeah nope that Damn, is absolutely oh. fake i made that one up yes <laughs> fuck angel dust no that's pcp yeah correct ding 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 <laughs> we need a buzzer um <laughs> to be fair a wad might actually be a thing I, I like, like it probably is something. I haven't heard, but like a, a wad of weed just as a no, that's not fair. Smoke a wad. All right, sinsemia. What sinsemia? It sounds like something you couldn't have made up. So I'm gonna go with real. Okay, what is it? It's a special kind of pot. Absolutely correct. Ding, yes! ding, ding. It is a high potency yeah. strain. Impressive. Bund. Wonderful. What is it? Bund. Like B-U-N-D? B-U-N-D. Bund. It also sounds like something you wouldn't have made up. But also you could have made it up. <laughs> I'm going to go with you made it up. Damn it. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> we made it up. Next up. Yeah. Skunk. Yeah, that's a real one. 
Yep, that is absolutely correct because of the smell. Yeah, that um, was easy. Nug. Yeah. What is a nug? A nug is a, is like a nugget of 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 marijuana. Ding ding ding! <laughs> there we go. It's one little little clump. Jacob. What? <laughs> Fuck. No, that's bullshit. <laughs> Apparently, somebody has uh, spoken to somebody who called it Jacob. Come on. It doesn't even make sense. Flower. I mean, that would make sense. Like like, like the like the kind on a plant or like the kind you use to bake? Flower, like on a plant. I'm going to go with yes, real. What is it? It's like the, I don't know. It, we made it up. Okay. <laughs> we, we, did, we did, nobody calls it flour. Okay, now we're going to go on to the next little bit. All right, that was pretty good, though. I did okay. That, pretty, pretty decent. Okay, next up, we're going to go on to some terms that have to do with smoking equipment or paraphernalia. Okay. So, six shooter. Uh, uh, no. Uh, no. Uh, no. It's, it's not, it's not a pot thing. That is correct. It is fake. Okay, good. Steamroller. If it's real, I have no idea what it is. It is real. Okay. It's a special kind of pipe where it's open on both ends, and you cover one end, pull in the smoke, and then move your hand, and you inhale the smoke. Pull the smoke oh. into the pipe itself, and then you open up the other opening, and then pull in the smoke. Interesting. Okay. Can of butter. Is that just, is that just pot butter? That is correct. Okay. <laughs> the next one i'm upset because you actually said this spliff i know what that is that's when you put tobacco in pot in a joint correct I know that although to be honest i don't really i don't really know much about the terms and lingo <laughs> i'm always like what what does that mean <laughs> all the time next up a skinny funny a skinny what skinny funny is that just you <laughs> it is fake that is not an actual pot <laughs> a roach yeah no it's just a really big joint maybe i've heard that before you're half correct okay a roach is real but what it is it's the leftover little stump Ah, uh, it's completely not what I okay. I could I could see you picturing like a, a, yep. a joint shape like a That's cockroach exactly, is like real big and yeah, gross. Yeah, thick yeah. on the in this middle and thin on the side. Yeah, okay. Nader, N A D E R, like Ralph. Yes, yep. Sir. It's real. What is it? I have no idea. <laughs> it is real. Yes. It's a homemade steamroller. Oh. Made out of different like plastic bottles and stuff. I have no idea. God damn it. Fucking high people, man. Time bomb. Like some kind of special bong thing. Okay, you're you're actually kind of close. I'm pretty sure that's that's true. So okay. yeah, you're 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 correct. Like so basically, what that is is uh, you have a a joint which is a rolled in a paper. Uh -huh. marijuana rolled in paper. You pack a bong which is a water pipe. Right. And then you stick the joint in, light the joint, and it's like a uh, fuse. That was basically what I was picturing, yeah. actually. Okay. Gas mask. I think it's real. And I think it's exactly what it sounds like. It, it, you're absolutely correct. <laughs> there are... The stores in the commons will sell gas, <laughs> gas masks that you can smoke out of. It... 
would fucking hurt. I can imagine. Yeah. What? That seems dumb. A blender. Uh, you made that up. That's a real item. Thing. No, but not has nothing to do with pot. Okay, no. that's what so I thought. Yeah, I know what a blender is. <laughs> <laughs> a Rumpelstiltskin. Oh, I've heard that. I don't know what it is. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> because I made it up. It might not be. Uh, maybe and I've heard you make it up. up. That I didn't make it up. Ah, yes. Because Rumpelstiltskin is a company that makes cannabis wax. I don't know if that's where I heard it. I might have, though. Are you sure you're not thinking of the nursery rhyme? No, I know what Rumpelstiltskin <laughs> is. Keef. Uh. Uh. It sounds ex- very similar to something that sounds like... Yes, I think it's real. What is it? Some kind Make of up a definition leaf. if you would... It's, the pot, it's, the, it's something to do with the actual okay. marijuana. It's not a thing. <laughs> what is it? It. You are correct. It's a real thing. It, what it is is it's a powder sifted okay. from the leaves and flowers. Oh, and it's right. got a it's lot of the trichomes. It, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, the grinder. You grind it up, you've got the little extra uh, keef trap at right. the bottom. That right, right, right. Your yeah, okay. powder, which that. is pretty potent because it's covered in the fine hair. It has the fine hairs of the plant. Anyway. Okay. Hashish. Yeah, that's uh, is that uh, is that the one that's like oil, like the pot oil? Close. What it is is it's press. It's keef that's pressed into like a goo. Okay. So pretty close. Okay. Okay. Bin bin. What the fuck? You totally didn't make that up. (laughs) (laughs) Don't Zach. He's gonna. I know. It's real. <laughs> it's okay. fucking made that up. <laughs> yes, got him again. A dab. Thought that was like an acid thing. No, it's a tab. A dab. I think it's real. You are correct. A <laughs> dab is well. What is it? It's a dab. I don't know. It's oil. Is it the oil? It's high grade hash. Yeah. So. So when people do a dab, it's like very potent and intense. A salt shaker. What the shit? Fake. Correct. All right. Good. <laughs> Nothing to do with that. A clip. I have no. I literally. I think it's real, but I don't know what it is. Okay. Make up a definition. Fuck. I don't. I literally okay. got nothing. You're right. Clip is a real thing. You can also. It can be used as a verb to clip. Basically, when you are finished, when you have a roach, you can clip the roach. Basically, rub it out. It's done. Uh, Clipped it. I love this game because we're failing to teach anyone the slang terms because they don't know which one is which, and there's no way they'll retain it. Yeah. And all the people who like they already know. People who smoke mostly yeah, so we, know these we things. Failed the educational in this moment, but. That's fine. It's, it's fun. It's fine because this next part is great. The next part is hilarious. <laughs> now we're going to move on to strains of marijuana. Oh, no. And we're going to name off some strains, and you're going to tell us whether or not these are real strains okay. of marijuana. All right. White Widow. Fake. I'll read some of these. Real. Fuck. Granddaddy Perp. Real. Yes, sir. Yes. Blue Cheese. Fake. Real. Fuck. What? Keystone Light. <clears throat> Fake. Yeah. All right. Alaskan Thunderfuck. 
Real. That is absolutely a real story. Yes. Death Star. I mean, it's definitely something a stoner would come up with. I'm going to go with real. Yes, sir. Af gooey. Come on. <laughs> Fake. That is real. That's a real fucking strain of marijuana. Af gooey. What a stupid name. Tickled pink. Real. Fake, that is a Crayola color. <laughs> I'm sure it's a lot of things. Girl Scout cookies. I don't know if Zach laughing means it's real or fake. Which is great. So far, he's mostly laughed on the fake ones, but he just laughed on a real one, so I'm kind of out of it. I'm gonna, oh, what was it? It was the Girl Scout cookies. Real. Real? Yeah. Strawberry cough. <laughs> These names are so great, <laughs> also. Uh, real. Correct. Alright, that's gross. Sour Diesel. <laughs> no, that's fake. That is absolutely real. That is a real <laughs> strain. Do these people want people to buy their strains? Yeah, like, I I, like, what? Next, I think Sour Diesel is actually really popular. <laughs> it is. Same with White Widow, Strawberry Cough, Girl Scout Cookies, and Alaskan Thunderfuck. I imagine Alaskan Thunderfuck and Girl Scout Cookies are very popular. Ginkgo Biloba. <laughs> Wait, that's a different thing. Is it? Yeah. It's not marijuana. You're correct. Ginkgo Biloba is just a kind of tree. <laughs> yeah. No, but they sell it as like yeah. a memory supplement. Yeah. I know because Stephen Milner, who was just texting me, shout out if you're still listening, used to take that shit all the time, and I used to always give him shit for it. He probably still takes it. Blue Dream. Real. Yes, sir. All right. Bumblebee hair. Fake. Damn it! Yeah. That one is my favorite one. I really want there to be a trend <laughs> called Bumblebee hair because that's a fucking incredible. That'd be a great name. Oh man, is that it? So let's let's just do a quick recap of real stuff versus fake stuff. So we just go through the real th- stuff. Yeah. yeah, real real names that people call marijuana: Loud, Gas, Sinsimia, Skunk, Jacob. Which apparently, according to people who texted me, Jacob equals J equals joint. Uh, oh, um, like it's like a Jimmy thing. Yeah. That's another word for... Yeah, um, okay, that makes sense. Nug is real. It's just a little yes. nugget. As far as smoking equipment goes, a steamroller is a kind of pipe. Can of butter is um, infused... Butter. Cannabis butter infused with cannabis. Uh, spliff is real. It's mixed tobacco and marijuana. Roach is the end of a thing. A nader is a homemade steamroller. A gas mask is a real thing. Rumpelstiltskin makes wax. A dab is high sh- high potency hash. And a clip is a real thing. It's the end of a thing. Uh, the real strains of marijuana. White Widow, Granddaddy Perp, Blue Cheese, Alaskan Thunderfuck, Death Star, Af Gooey, Girl Scout Cookies, Strawberry Cough, Sour Diesel, Blue Dream. Those are no more ridiculous than the ones that you guys came up nope. with. Nope, that's why we had this game. <laughs> it's great. Um, I have another one for you. Yeah. Just O and O. Just the letter O. Yeah, O and O. Usually it's N O. It is. Oh. What is it? Yeah. Uh, oh, 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 I thought it was N O. No, like no A N space big O. So N O. Like I'm. I have. N-O. I got it. I got yeah. it. I got it. I got it. Oh, oh, now I got it. Okay. Yes. Oh, yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> No, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's it's real, and it just means an ounce. 
which is like uh, probably one of the largest uh, units you would ever purchase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is only an ounce, but that's it's apparently a lot. Yeah. Um, and then how about the capital letter L? Just if you send it to someone via a text, what do you think that means? Laugh. Nah. I'm not sure if this is... If I've seen it, <laughs> Good guess. <laughs> it's just... Uh, so the horizontal part is like a joint, and then the vertical part is smoke. Oh, God. That's dumb. <laughs> Fine. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I think that about wraps up our talk about marijuana. Unless we, I think we've covered everything. So, basically, a little quick summary... Shane has drumsticks for nipples. Um, that probably doesn't make any sense. To New band name. <laughs> drumsticks for nipples. Drumsticks for no, nipples. Drumsticks for nipples. Oh, okay. <laughs> the whole sentence. Yeah. Okay. So basically, marijuana is a drug that can do bad things to you, but can also do cool things. It's a drug. That's, That's how drugs accurate. work. That's what drugs are. It should fucking be legal, or at least not Schedule <laughs> 1, DEA. If you're listening, fuck you. Yeah, um, I think the DEA is probably listening. <laughs> probably. Oh, do they not listen to everything that has to do with marijuana? Uh, They're probably going to bust in here. <laughs> You're promoting drug use. <laughs> as long as we get to meet ASAC Schrader, I'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I think we're going to sign off now. Yeah. I don't really have any parting quotes. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. I think we got something to do next week, but we'll be back in two weeks with some other bullshit. Woo! Okay, bye. See ya. Oh, <laughs> my